tonight's guest. She brings more to the table than a waiter on meth. The Faulkner Focus anchor, Harris Faulkner! He believes in the mind-body connection, and I wouldn't mind having his body. Host of Dr. Ask Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew Pinsky. And she can light up a room with her crack pipe. Fox News contributor, Cat Tim. And Paul Bunyan told him to pick on someone his own size. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Set on Fox Nation, Tyrus. Is space the place for the next arms race? A new report from the Air Force Research Laboratory, or ARB, <laughs> suggests the U.S. Space Force needs to prepare for the day when the moon becomes the next military frontier. Why? Because of the inevitable growth of government and private space travel, including missions to the moon. Note Air Force Colonel Eric Felt. As commerce extends to the moon and beyond, it is vital we understand and solve those unique challenges so that we can provide space domain awareness and security. In so simple terms, it's like when you're at a resort. If you want the best lounge chair on the beach, you got to get there first. There's going to be space pirates, and our military needs to be ready. So here's another example of something Trump understood, but the media didn't. They laughed at the Space Force, but who's laughing now? Probably her. <laughs> She never stops laughing, the crazy lady. But we can't stop at the moon because China sure isn't. China has reportedly announced plans for its first crewed mission to Mars with plans to build a permanent base there, but hopefully not a virus research lab. (laughs) After that, they want large-scale Earth-to-Mars cargo missions so they can start developing the red planet and then force the Martians to make Nikes. Mission launches are earmarked for 2033, a perfect gift for Kat's 50th birthday. (laughs) For more, yeah, for more, let's go live to our space correspondent, Joe Mackey. Joe, how concerned should we be about war on the moon? Of course we should be worried, Greg. China wants the moon, but I already promised it to all of my girlfriends. That spells conflict. It's weird. We cover for China on coronavirus, then they threaten Taiwan. They're fake friends. All fake friends are good for is filling up your birthday parties so your parents think, oh, great, Joe's socializing with people his own age. And why are we shooting this outside? It's 100 degrees, and it's not like we're on location on the moon. (laughs) Poor guy. Is he okay? Not really. No, that's why we don't let him into the building. Uh, security, we have him on a list. They got the picture in the mailroom. Tyrus, all right. So this thing drives me crazy, and, and you are going to agree with me. We were the first person to put a flag on the moon, and we didn't declare it a 51st state. If we had and we had said, this is our moon, who would have fought us over it? No one's going to fight over the moon. It's like, it's China or USSR that I'm going to go, oh, no, no, no. Because no one's, no one's going to think I'm going to have a bunch of, we're not going to kill over the moon. We could have just declared that our property. And now that was a big screw up on those astronauts if indeed they did land there. Okay, so um, I'm going to ride with you on this one. Because okay. this one wasn't creepy. So I'm going to go with you. <laughs> <laughs> couple of couple of issues. Couple of issues. Uh, I think the reason why they didn't claim it as a state is because they landed there and go, huh? There's no oxygen. There's no life. Um, gravity sucks. Let's go home. You just so, described Vermont. So well, but Vermont, you can still breathe. Okay. Who's gonna fight when you can't even the bullets yeah. go up? Like this yeah. makes no sense to oh. me. This sounds like really bad planning. You can build a base in Mars all you want. 
Yeah. But there's still no oxygen up there. There's still no water up there. So I'm going to stay focused down here. Y'all go ahead. Have a great time. Let me know the first time you step out to catch that sunrise in Mars. What's it like when your body implodes from the inside out? Because it's outer space. So it's a bad place to go. So go ahead. Go build your basin there. Why don't we worry about Antarctica? Because that's pretty good property that's wide open right now. Why don't we worry about Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Seattle, Portland, Oregon, all those places that are on fire right now with violent crime. I mean, you're talking about looking for, you know, life on another planet. I'd like to find it here. Yeah. Mm. Like, who's going to fight the crime? Have you walked through Times Square recently? Uh. It is like Mars. Yes. There's no oxygen there either, by the way. You know, the fact is, though, Doc, I'm going to go back to what I said before. If we don't do it first, someone else will do it. And the first guy always wins. Not necessarily. I mean, humans never change, right? As soon as we walk on a piece of land and say, hey, this is mine, immediately somebody wants to take it over or conflict Mm -hmm. with it. Or you have to defend it or you have to put fences around it. I don't care if the land is on Earth or or Moon. It doesn't matter. Humans are always the same. But... Interestingly, Mars already went red, so I guess China's got, uh, I guess they've got their government uh, sort of set up there. That's very clever, Dr. <laughs> That's why I got the tattoo. Yeah. What is on your back, by the way? Well, it was going to be Dr. Siegel, but then I, oh. I don't know, Dr. Drew. Fauci may have been your back? I got, I got docs all over my body. More ways than one, I might add. <laughs> I used to see my internal tattoos. Oh. You know, a cat, like a lot of women, you love and understand astrology, but this is astronomy. So try to be focused. See, you, no, I, I don't. I don't. You get it wrong. I don't believe in astrology because I believe in nothing. Okay? okay. There's a big difference. I have not tried to fill the hole in my life where religion should be with astrology. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> space also doesn't interest me that much. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I just have. Because you're a millennial? N- <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> Because I just, there's so many, you said there's so many things to enjoy here. I feel like there's so many things to have anxiety about right. here. Problems, I, I agree with you, Harris, but I don't even think of, you know, I don't even have room in my brain for that. I'm like, oh, what if I get the wrong toppings on my salad, you know? So I don't have room in my brain for space. Well, also teen mom. Teen mom. Teen mom oh, yeah. Time. Teen mom, teen yeah, but, mom too. Okay. Teen mom, young but, and pregnant, okay. new season coming in August, a lot going all right, on over all right. there. Well, the great thing about outer space is that's another place for racism. Right? We got more space, Tyrus. Outer Yay. space race. Yes, Is it a safe wait. space? Will the, clans, <laughs> will the clans rocket have a little hood on it when it heads up? Like, <laughs> I, mean, will, I mean, will it be, be okay, rockets? I mean, I don't think they'll be racist in outer space because I don't care if I was standing next to Jim Crow. If he had the one can of oxygen, we're going to be friends. <laughs> we'll be racist when we get back. Let's just get wow. Wow. Oxygen brings us together. Nicely done. All right. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Justice has spoke. It's time for a toke. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas says it's time to end federal marijuana prohibition because current laws in the books no longer make sense. And I agree, especially after that brownie I had in the green room. <laughs> Thanks, Harris. You got a great connection. What? Oh, yeah. At issue. It's too late. 
not. <laughs> At issue is the mixed messaging and legality between the state and federal level. Medical marijuana is available in 36 states and full recreational use in 18. And like my massive fan base, those numbers only continue to grow. <laughs> Stop it! Oh. Meanwhile, federal tax laws prevent weed businesses from deducting business expenses like advertising or hydroponic lights and nachos. So while weed growers want high customers, the government wants high taxes. Yet the feds have been told by the Department of Justice not to go after weed businesses that follow state law. Figure that out. As Justice Thomas explained, quote, the federal government's current approach is half in, half out hmm, regime that simultaneously tolerates and forbids local use of marijuana. Then he started giggling and stared at his hand for 15 minutes. <laughs> but it's like my dad used to say, you know, maybe it's time to read the writing on the wall, which at our place was always, please call the police. I'm being held against my will. <laughs> Stupid grifters. <laughs> anyway, um, where am I going with this? Harris, I don't oh, know. No. Where, I don't know where you stand on this. I believe that this is inevitable. And I think it's a good thing because then you're able to create quantifiable, manageable products. All right. So I am not mm -hmm. the authority that you may think I am on the weed. <laughs> not, even though all, I'm dressed all like. authorities call it the weed. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, and I'm dressed like a plant. Um, but I, you know, I'm curious about this. Why does it get the same legal designation as like LSD? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Good point. And heroin. Ridiculous. I mean, I, again, I'm. I'm not, although my dress is the exact same color as the word marijuana up there. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm not really familiar with the inner workings of the weed, mm -hmm. but I think it's not like LSD or heroin. So I, I kind of get where the justice is going mm -hmm. with this. I, I'm All of them, though, if you, you mentioned cat, if you mentioned heroin or, or uh, acid, all of these things, the solution is always the... Con the quantifiable, quantifiable measurement and purity of a drug always makes it safer. Yep, harm and, reduction. Absolutely. Yes. And it's also, you know, a personal choice. Mm. And a lot of the problems with, you know, people talk about the opiate crisis without even mentioning that it's fentanyl that's in street drugs because people, like you said, they don't know what they're taking. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you know, it's marijuana is certainly not the same as heroin or LSD, but I also think that they should all be, you know, completely legalized. And, you know, for the marijuana thing, most people, I mean, 60 percent in a poll from just a couple months ago, they think it should be completely legalized. I think we should just go ahead and do it. And the great news for the people who disagree is it will still be legal for them to not use it. Right. right. And, <laughs> what would that do to the drug cartels? That's yes, crazy. Exactly. But, That's yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and look, the idea of a good chemical and a bad chemical is flawed. You'd, it's just flawed. Mm -hmm. There are just chemicals and the human relationship with them. If you have fentanyl and you're a pancreatic cancer patient you're damn glad you got fentanyl if you're a heroin addict it will kill you right it's not because the chemical is good or bad it's just a quality of the human relationship with it and cannabis is no different and it, it's you're exactly correct it's inevitable you it's know, inevitable and our states like california where i hearken from spiraling out of control because we have recreational cannabis no mm -hmm. in fact i would argue that people are getting more realistic about it because they've gotten all that political energy out of it and now you can talk about it realistically and the problems the risks and the benefits it's true it's like pro when prohibition i mean there were people running for president under the prohibition yep. name i yep. mean it was that political and then once it went away it just like it was like a dream 
that just mm. kind of ended. Yep. And I also think it's the same thing is happening with Colorado, too, is that yep. Colorado, when you were thinking, you're being told, oh, my God, everybody's high. But then it was just like there was some kind of pot tourism. And then everybody was like, it became as mundane as a martini. Tyrus. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know much about weed, but uh, <laughs> I believe a QP a day keeps the doctor away. But, uh, <laughs> What's I've, a QP? I don't um, know what that is. I know you don't. You said the weed. I wouldn't be knocking on your door going, uh, you got a dime bag, dog? I don't know what's not happening. <laughs> not that I would ever do anything like that. But then again, when I'm in California, you bet your ass I will. <laughs> That's the confusing part. Yeah. If it's legal here, illegal there, you know, it's, it's tough. But here's the deal. If you take the history lesson back, why was it made illegal in the first place? Because the settlers wanted to make cotton and tobacco, and they couldn't compete with Native Americans, so they made it illegal because you could make hemp and clothes there, out of marijuana. So, there was a racist history. Yeah, it, so it, it was here a, we go. Yeah. So won't be woke. Yeah. Free it up. And here's a great idea. Tax it. It can pay for the infrastructure. Yeah. Boom. Done. Flat tax across the board. Put it in the schools. Put it in our, our streets. The money in the schools, he means. No, it, yeah. You know what? <laughs> That's what he meant. At this point, I'll take a high teacher. <laughs> I'd be really would, opposed to the political one who's, who's telling me that my neighbor's racist because he was born white. So I'd rather see the high version where everyone's beautiful and cool and but, extra art class. Wow. And they're all psychedelic? Is that yeah. how it works? No, he's right. Yeah. It, it, if everybody, like, it's hard to be angry after a really good edible. Like, if you're seeing, like, people, like, I bet you could solve more. <laughs> doctors no, no, no I'm just saying the bar fights happen on alcohol, not, not on, on pot. Yes. Not exactly. I was going to say, you talk Mar- about chemicals. Mar- I yeah. mean, alcohol. You start oh, yeah. businesses that never mundane. get off the ground. Yes. <laughs> the worst you thing about pot. You start businesses, yeah. Like our new show, Racist House. That was born <laughs> from where? <laughs> Probably some weed. By the way, Racist Haunted House. Yes. I actually was going to bring it up in the e block about how our progress is going. We're starting a racist haunted, haunted house for, I'm in. for Halloween. I'm in. Oh, he had to explain that to me. Oh, <laughs> I don't care. I'm in. I'm in. It's, in the, it's in the title, Harris. Okay, Racist haunted house. Okay. You just line up. And- it was never ghosts. It was always the racist house. <laughs> they were, yes. Welcome All right. to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Harris Faulkner, Dr. Drew, Captain Tyrus, our studio audience. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. 